in this episode, I have a pearl of a guest. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? My name is Michael Sano. Welcome back to Michael Sano has a podcast. And in this episode, yes, that was the worst joke ever. I have the honor of having in the studio Vanessa Pearl, uh, former University of Florida athlete, former USA national team member. Um, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hello. It's so nice to be here. I'm glad I'm able to sit down and talk with you. No, it's it's not a problem. Not a problem at all. We were talking uh, a little bit before about how I didn't know how to introduce you because there's this, what is this? There's this thing called swammers. Can you explain that? <laughs> yes. So like a swammer is just someone who stops swimming now. Um, it's a, just a very common term that is in the swimming community. Um, it's not like an official term or anything, but it's just, it's a, it's a statement that's a little bit different than any other sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I was saying, if it that would be like if runners who who stopped competing became ranners or like what I don't even know what you would hockey or I I have no idea how you would do bas <laughs> what is the past tense of someone who plays basketball I don't think there is one so um so can Vanessa uh tell us a little bit about who you are a little bit about your history um your current history because we're gonna go back into the, the the way back in a moment but yeah just who are you i am vanessa pearl i am from dallas texas um i came to school here at university of florida for swimming and obviously for school um go gators I, go gators always <laughs> <laughs> i am a marine science major um i'm really interested in ocean conservation and I also have a lot of plants, animals. I've got a little bit of a zoo in my room. Um, and I swam competitively for 16 years. And then finally, I'm in my last semester um, and trying to see what, what is next. <laughs> All right, cool. No, that's awesome. Um, so you're from Dallas, Texas. Yes. And you, you wound up at the University of Florida through swimming. Division one swimming, that's pretty amazing. And I mentioned that you were, um, you had been on the national team. So when did all of this sport start for you? When did, uh, when did you get into it? I and started... was that the only sport, was that the only sport you got into? I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I'm no, sorry. no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I started swimming at the age of six. Um, I did do other sports. I played basketball, volleyball. Um, and it actually happened where I was doing all three sports at once and I had to pick which one was my favorite. So I ended up picking swimming. Um, but I swam competitively since I was six. So throughout the years, it was really just for fun. And my sister swam too. And my parents really wanted to just make sure that I was safe and I knew how to swim in case anything went haywire. <laughs> um, and then around when I was like 13, 14, that's when I started really getting serious about swimming and looking at it more as a collegiate and like professional career. Okay, cool. Um, so what brought you 
to the University of Florida. So, uh, all right, before we get into that, hold on just one sec. So there's the, you're making it sound like, well, I was just, I just swam. I just swam. I just did a little swimming. No, you didn't just do a little swimming. You were like, really? You are, not were. Oh my gosh. We remember her so fondly. No, you are. You're a very good swimmer. Um, what? Give us a little more in the progression of what happened, how that developed, how stuff. I watched another podcast about broken goggles. Um <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell that story that's okay um but like how did you was it you know just natural talent lots of work um an overbearing coach uh what was it that brought you into the status of division one and the national team a little bit of hard, a little bit of um, talent and a lot of hard work. Uh, swimming is a tough sport to get through, especially at a collegiate level. Um, but I have always been a relatively good swimmer and my club coach, I have been on the same club team for my whole life. And coach Brent Mitchell, he I give most of my success to him because he has made me who I was as a swimmer and as a person too. Um, and in high school, it was a lot of early mornings. Um, definitely woke up at 4.15 too many times. Oh that's for sure. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> we would train oh. like 25 hours a week. Um, it was always wake up, go to practice, run to class, and then after school, go back to practice, and then go to bed, and then do the whole thing over again. Oh so goodness. that was that was exhausting, but it was definitely worth it. Um, it helped me get into the position that I was able to be recruited by University of Florida. And I chose University of Florida for many, many different reasons. Um, one, the program is amazing. Two, I wanted to do something within marine science. Um, I actually entered UF being um, a environmental engineering major. Um, oh my jeez, that's like, <laughs> whoa, I'm physiology and kinesiology, gotcha. and that's really scientifically dense, but wow, engineering is out of control. <laughs> I, I did engineering for like three semesters, and then I ran into some health issues, and I was also not able to balance school and swimming and dealing with all of that. And so I switched to marine science, which is what I really love even more. So I'm happy it worked out that way. So I want to ask you something, and I'm going to ask it very carefully. Um, okay. Because I have a wife who always smacks me in the back of my head when I ask questions like this. And she's like, oh, my God, Michael. Don't ask questions like that. So, how tall are you? I'm six three, and that's awesome because I'm six <laughs> foot two, um, and my son is creeping up. He's uh, nineteen yesterday, and he's a gator too. Um, so, I was. I have a really weird story. So, I was at this diner with my wife, and we we're eating, and there was this girl, and. We who was our, our our server and she was talking and we found out she was a gymnast and she was also like my height 
And I said, that's really crazy because gymnasts aren't normally that tall. And she goes, mm -hmm. yes, that's totally true, but that's not the worst part. The worst part is when I tell people I'm a student athlete, they immediately say, what? Are you on <laughs> volleyball? The volleyball? <laughs> yes, volleyball or basketball. Mm -hmm. um, so you're six foot three. That's phenomenal. You're like this human spear that just shoots through the water. That what are the 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 hydrodynamics? What are the challenges to that? What are the benefits to that? I'm sure that discussion has come up with the coaches, with the athletic trainers, all of that stuff. Correct? Mm -hmm. There's definitely pros and cons to it. It's only useful if you're able to use it in the right way. Um, so, like for instance, stroke counts like. I can pull more water with my arms in one stroke cycle than someone who's like 5'5". Five five. But at the same time, if you don't use your length to your advantage, it can slow you down too. So there has been, people are like, oh wow, like you're being 6'3", that must help you so much in the water. I've been beaten by so many people that are like 5'2", it really doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Well, it becomes a physics equation because of the mat. Well, so yeah. I swim. I swim and I'll do breast and freestyle and you taught me something in. So in those little gator minutes thing that they have the videos, they show your, uh, your, I, and I don't even know what it's called. I'm, I'm such a noob. So whatever. But in the poll, I was doing my dolphin kick and then coming up and then doing my big arm stroke. You do it underwater and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to drown. This is horrible because, because it extends your length underwater. Everyone at home is like going, what the hell are these two people talking about? Um, you know exactly what I'm talking about though. That extra pull underwater sort of like jets you another good 10 feet. And thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to the national team or anything, so it's, it's not anything like that. But, um, no, be, it becomes a physics equation. Like, because we're larger, um, we have more mass, we have to move more mass through the water. That's more, um, what is it, friction. Um, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. this degree is really coming in. Coming a lot in of handy. drag, a lot of drag. So how do you overcome that drag? trying to outweigh the drag with strength. So a lot of strength training, we lifted a lot of weights. I love weightlifting. I still lift today. Um, but we did a lot of like Olympic lifting with like cleans, hang snatches, stuff like that, um, to make sure you have enough power to outweigh the weight that you are moving through the water. Oh, again, so you're using like equations to try all right if we give you this much weight to pull you do this in the water and it's like macgyvering that stuff so all right cool um so were you looking at anywhere else to go instead of florida or was it i want to be a gator like come on texas how did that not happen everyone asks you that probably right yes <laughs> um growing up and like uh, going through high school, I didn't have like a set path. I wasn't dead set on one school. It was more so just what school will help me get to my goals and how can I help that school in return? 
Um, and that was one of the biggest things that I wanted to look for. And so I looked at a bunch of different schools around the country. Um, and Texas was always a big pull. Um, but everyone in Texas always goes to Texas. And for some reason, I was just like, I, I need to get out of the state. I don't want to do what everyone else does. And there was no one from my high school who has ever gone to the University of Florida. And oh, so wow. that was very new. Um, and so I wanted to I wanted to go to a place where, one, it would accompany my major. And it, being on the coast is a big deal for marine science. Um, but also, the coaches are amazing. The legacy is amazing. Um, I fit in with the team really well. I just all everything checked my boxes, um, and I knew UF was was the school for me. Well, yeah, Texas doesn't have the Florida Keys too, so you know <laughs> that's kind of a big kind of a big deal, right? I was in as many places in Texas, but <laughs> there's no, a few. Definitely. Um, all right, so I want to talk about, and, and I don't want to dwell on all of the. Uh, the, the morass, the, the, the negative aspect of it, because I'm sure you got a ton of that when you stepped away. Um, but you stepped away from swimming, which I'm sorry. That's the bravest thing I've ever heard anyone. You know oh, what I mean? Because you. think about it. I mean, if you truly think about it, that's that's got to be the hardest thing you've ever done. You know, um, can you tell us just kind of quickly what happened yeah and i don't mean quickly in order to diminish it i mean quickly so we no. can use that as a stepping stone to talk about your future itself so to speak of course so growing up through swimming um i've always had chronic migraines and chronic sinusitis um, which basically just means that i get sinus um infections all the time and I just kind of dealt through it. I just, you know, trained through it, lived through it. I thought that was normal, um, that everyone was feeling the same way. And then through my sophomore and junior year of college, um, I still was competing, still training, but I got really sick um, and I can, did not get any better. And so I was going to my doctor um, and it's, it's funny cause it's ironic, but I am allergic to chlorine. <laughs> it's, it's I'm sorry. So <laughs> no, it's so funny <laughs> because I've swam for 16 years and I found out that I'm allergic to chlorine. And so I actually had two sinus surgeries, um, because of it. And then oh after, I, and after I finished, yeah. And then after I finished my surgeries and I was fully healed, I got back in the water and then within three days, my sinuses got infected again and I had to go back on antibiotics. Whoa. And so at that point where I can't even be on deck for more than two hours or I will be sick the next like three days. Oh, geez. Yeah. Holy cow. So you can't even, can you, like I do a half mile twice a week and that takes about 25 minutes um is that doable or does that even stretch the limits of your immune system so to speak well i can swim like i can still swim fine it's more so just like i can't even like being i won't even get in the water 
and I'll get sick from just being outside. Um, so the oh. only places that I can swim are springs or the ocean. <laughs> okay. No. So it's a chlorine exposure. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I totally get yeah. it. Um, now this is where it gets tricky. So Florida invested in you and they said, we're, we're investing in you. You're, you're a gator. You have an obligation. How did you overcome that? Because they're not saying it, but I know even though, even though the individual you spoke to probably said, oh my gosh, take care of yourself. We'll drop you right now. You're fine. We'll medically retire you. You've still got that in your head. How do you overcome that? How did you overcome that? Did you? Yes, I think I did. Um, definitely, definitely um, a difficult process. And obviously it was not an easy decision. Um, I was, we planned the surgeries for, like I waited to have the surgeries for about like two years. Um, and wondering how that was going to impact my swimming. And I went to Olympic trials in 2021, the summer. And then that's when I got. Congratulations, by the way. Congratulations. Thank you. I that was <laughs> that was one of the worst meets of my life <laughs> because I was so sick. I was warming up. I didn't even get in the pool yet. I was doing arm swings outside of the pool, and I was started that the one where you left the staging area and you weren't supposed to. Uh, no, a different one. That was uh, <laughs> that was 2016 trials. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> different trials <laughs> <laughs> but um oh no so that was i that me was that was not not pretty i was very sick during that one and i just i just tried to finish it <laughs> oh my gosh okay and then let's talk about the support staff who helped you through that was the coaching staff helpful where was the training staff helpful the coaching staff was definitely helpful um, mostly the, we have a fish doctor physician, um, for the team. She's our like athletic doctor. And so, and she actually swam at UF years ago. And wow. so she totally understands what we're going through and that, you know, if you're a little sick or you have, you know, an injury, you still have to work through it. You can't just take two weeks off. Um, that's just not how things work in, in athletics. <laughs> um, so having a doctor that understands that, you know, this is our training schedule and this is what is expected of us. Um, she is able to help us out and really like kind of go through different situations where a doctor who was not a swimmer would able be able to help with. Um, but we went back and forth through many different things, um, on what we should have done and should do and all that stuff. But she was a very, very big help. Um, our trainers, John and Christina are always very helpful. And of course, swimmers and my friends and my family were also big supporters as well. That's awesome. That is tremendous to hear. Um, because I know, so I was in the, uh, I was in the military for 10 years um, and I got hurt and wound up not being able to do it again. And I did not really have the support system. I had it from my family and I had it from, you know, some of my friends, but, but I was kind of like, okay, you're not part of it. So you're, you're on your own. Good luck. Good luck. VA call the VA. And, uh, I was like, okay. So 
so it is tremendous and that's why i'm so happy to hear that and you sound <laughs> like you just just blossomed afterwards and that is what i want to talk about next because i checked out your instagram i'm following <laughs> you by the way that sounds totally creepy I gotta, I gotta follow when you i back. say it out loud um <laughs> but you my friend are a free diver oh my gosh so i scuba dive and you can see in the background on the sea and land fitness poster one of the flags Dive flag yes um that's terrifying that's terrifying <laughs> on so many levels and you free dive in caves in springs so, and stuff like that don't, don't get me in trouble because i am not a cave free diver cannot do that but i will go into crevices and see where the cave is because you need to be cave certified to actually go into the caves um yes. which is very dangerous but i am certified scuba as well so i am advanced nitrox low visibility um, rescue diver and dfa pro that is awesome that, dude, we got to go scuba diving together. So yeah. I go like once a year down to Key West. And um, so we got to figure it out. And I'm driving down in the spring to Gainesville because I'm up in New York. Um, mm -hmm. So we got to figure something out at yeah. some point. So how did you wind up getting back into the water? So... I've always been a water body, obviously through swimming and even through my degree and now even more so through scuba. Um, but I, I love water. What can I say? I, I'm a big fan. <laughs> so the springs, what do you, how, so I've never been to the springs around Gainesville and you have a couple of photos of you tooling around in the springs. <laughs> no, they're awesome photos. Everyone Thank go you. check it out. Follow her. She's got a great Instagram account. Um, so what is it like there? Is it open? Is it wide? Is it deep? Um, cause it looks like, it looks like it's about two to three meters, uh, deep, right? It depends. So there's a bunch of different springs. Um, one of my favorites is blue springs, which is the one with all like the shelves. Um, mm -hmm. that one was really fun and free diving. Like obviously as long as you're comfortable with, how long you can hold your breath, which is another thing that swimming has helped me with because doing underwater sets and we do a lot of breath control. Um, so free diving is a piece of cake because I'm not actually trying to like go fast <laughs> while I'm underwater. Um, and I've done a lot of training with that. So I'm always comfortable to see how much I can actually, how long I can be underwater safely. Um, but that aside, there are many different springs in Florida, like, oh, I think the deepest spring that I went to was 110 feet, and that was on scuba. Um, that was my advanced certification. Okay. Um, but I've, I have free-dived to, like, 60, 70 feet before. Jeez, bro. That's insane. <laughs> Holy cow. Because um, I'm down 30 feet in, 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 you know, my scuba gear, and I'm looking up, and I'm – you know where you lose it's not like you lose the surface but you realize that there's nothing above you but water and mm -hmm. you're like oh i know the surface is up there somewhere oh look a stingray you know what i mean <laughs> so you're like 
So, well, uh, that brings up a couple of questions. So your sinuses. And yes. so my, um, what, what you call it equalization. I'm horrible at it. And I always yes. at some time over a scuba trip have like the ringing ear. Um, but I'm curious, how does your, is it sinusitis or, or, or whatever it is? How does that, how do you deal with that and equalization for those of the viewers yeah. who don't understand when you go down certain depths you have to continue to equalize uh blow your nose so your ears pop that's equalization there you mm -hmm. go okay go now sorry <laughs> similar to like when you go on a plane and you know you gotta like chew gum or like pop your ears because the pressure is too much sometimes um but what's funny is that even though i've had issues with my sinuses i've had no issues at all with scuba diving and i had my surgeon sign off say that this is okay like i had to be make sure that I was okay to even take this course and to get scuba certified. Um, but the biggest thing is I can't be sick. Um, like you cannot be congested at all when you're trying to dive because even if you take a Dayquil or a NyQuil or any type of like decongestant medication, um, it's always a risk that when you're actually down at depth that that medication will start wearing off. And then the pressure will build and compress and it's just not not safe. It's um, so but I have been fine, yeah. fine pressure wise going down. Um, it's more so just like my ears and more like sinus pressure. Okay. No, that's awesome. Um, any long-term effects just in general from those surgeries? How are your migraines now? Much better, much better. Um, I have not gotten sick as often. So basically I am allergic to chlorine and that was what was making me sick. And basically whatever would get stuck up there, it would get infected and it wouldn't be able to drain because my nasal passages were not allowing it to. And so the surgery was to open up my sinuses because I've always thought about sinuses being like big open spaces in like your cheeks and your forehead. But they're not. They have a lot of like cartilages and grooves and bones in there. And so some people have more walls than others. And so my surgeon went in and broke down all of the walls to help oh, it right. drain, drain better. And the chlorine apparently was the adjutant that was just instigating all of this. And Very much so. And it's, it's crazy how fast it would affect me too. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that's insane. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. I'm so glad it's rectified to the, to, to the greatest degree, like for in generally. Right. Um, and so now you're back in the water. Now you are in Springs and in the ocean and that jives perfectly with your degree. How are you marrying the two and what do you want to do long-term with it? Yes. So typically with like marine science, there are a couple different pathways. Um, but one is either like aquaculture, or aquaculture sales, which is something that I really want to do. Um, obviously I would love to scuba dive for a job, but unfortunately so does everyone else. So it is very competitive. <laughs> um, but that's really cool. Um, and I do want to do something with scuba diving, uh, in my career path. I think that would be really awesome. Um, if not just frequently diving would be amazing. Um, and then research is another aspect of it too. Um, I was on a research program over the summer for an internship. 
I did research on picoplankton in um, the estuary closer in the Gulf of uh, Florida. And that was fun, but it was not as rewarding as I wanted it to be. And I'm very much a people person and I love talking and teaching. Um, so being behind a microscope for six hours a day was not super, super fun for me, even though it was very interesting. And I love the opportunity that I was able to do. Um, and I actually will get my name on a research paper um, whenever hey. it's published. <laughs> Dude, that's so awesome. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's such an achievement. Way to go, kiddo. That is, <laughs> you are a rock star. Um, there's two things that I just immediately popped into my head. Do you know about the College of the Keys? Do I have that right? I don't think I've heard of it before. So it's part of the Florida system. Okay. And they have, I think it's off of Key Largo. No, no, it's off of Marathon, but it's out of the Key Largo campus. They okay. have an underwater laboratory. Ooh. That's like a sea lab where you, you have to scuba dive to get to it and all that stuff. So I will send you information on that. The <laughs> no, no. Um, the other thing. So I was watching this video on YouTube about this woman who is a diving officer. Um, and she is a dive, she's a diving officer for the United States Navy. Um, and Pensacola is where the, uh, the, yes, you're grinning. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The diving uh, <laughs> yep. center for the Navy is right there. I'm wondering if you should hop in a car and scoot over there and just say hi. Um, they'd probably let you in. If not, I, I, I can get you in touch with some people there. Um, you could probably do that as a reservist. You know what I mean? And then just, you would scuba dive Ooh, really for the United cool. States Navy. Um, I don't even know. I'm always trying to get people in the military. So just bear with me. That would be um, awesome. <laughs> uh, so we're going to keep in touch and we're going to, we're going to get this thing going. So, Vanessa, it looks like everything in your life is going very well. And that is awesome to hear. Um, do you do you feel the same? I do. I do. Even though I've had to go over a couple of obstacles, I always believe that everything happens for a reason. And I'm just happy and blessed to be able to even have these types of opportunities. Um, and I try to make the, the best of it and the most of everything that I do. Awesome. All right. Hey, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for this. Stick around a little bit at the end. Um, but I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Of course. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> All <remotely>. right. <laughs> no problem. All right. Hey guys, that's it. Uh, thank you for watching the show. As always, this show is brought to you by Sea Inland Fitness. If you want to get any Honey Badger gear, which I'm going to send to you, I'm going to send you a bunch of stuff, Vanessa. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, but if uh, you're watching and you like this stuff, uh, read check out the website and go in and pick some hats and, and stuff up. All right. That is it until next time later.